You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Nicole is in Orlando. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So I'm new to the Dave Ramsey. I just heard about you guys um, about a week ago. I've been living under a rock. Um, but I um, I uh, looked through the baby steps, and I'm kind of coming up to, uh, with an issue right now. Um, so my family, um, I was living in Los Angeles, California. I sold my home, and with the profits, I was able to purchase a home outright in, uh, well, we live in Kissamee, Florida, where I have a, I take a, I took a position that now has doubled my income. Fabulous. And so life is rough. So, you have a paid for house and a doubled income. See you, California. Yes. <laughs> so we are really needless to say, we feel incredibly blessed. Yeah. Um but the problem I'm having right now is um, you know, we with the home uh, we still have about a hundred thousand dollars left over. We have about a hundred and fifty thousand between cash in the bank and we also invested in gold. But my problem is my new employer, we don't have a four oh one K and I don't qualify now for a Roth, so I'm kind of getting a little nervous as far as what to invest in, what's the best way to grow my money. Um, I'm 30 years old right now. and what So let me I get this straight. And, You're 100% yeah, yeah. debt-free. You don't owe on your yeah. house. You doubled your income. Yes, sir. I don't think there's anything to be nervous about except where we're going to throw the party. I mean, you are really doing it. This is great. Good oh, for you. So, um, not uh, to not to make yeah. light of you or anything, but Dave, I might be wrong. But should she buy a bunch more gold? <laughs> I, I did buy some more, but no. not like no. no. no we're, he, he's being facetious. Being don't listen a to moron. him. Don't buy gold. Don't listen to him. We tell people not to buy gold. <laughs> no. So here's the thing: you That's are it. you are what we call baby step seven. Okay. Kay. All the baby steps lead you out of debt while building an emergency fund, while starting your retirement, while starting your kid's college. Do you have kids that you need to save for college for? Um, yes, I have one daughter. She's 13, and we have about 20000 which was kind of our, yeah. my husband and I agreed, that was kind of our max as far as what we wanted to contribute. Put a little skin in the game, but she also has to have some skin in the game. Yeah, like 150000 Okay. Uh, a lot of skin <laughs> your daughter's going to be putting in there. But anyway, there's, yeah, I'm probably doing a little more than that if uh, I'm going to argue with you guys on that. Even if you're not going to pay for 100%, that 20000 ain't going to touch it. Nope. So, um, you need to yeah. price of college. That's a it's going to blow your mind. But <laughs> Anyway, the, right. uh, so here's the thing. You're at what we call baby step seven, which that step is build wealth and give. So I want you to make sure you're, you're doing all you can for retirement, all you can for the kids' college. A good way to do that is to sit down with a good financial advisor. You can do a what's called a backdoor Roth IRA, mm -hmm. and you can put 8000 a year, 6000 a year, 7000 a year, wherever you are in the process there, into that each uh, is your husband working outside the home? Uh, no, he's actually a paraplegic, so I'm the sole income provider okay. for then, But you can, but you can do a spousal IRA and a regular IRA, and they can be Roth IRAs, and you can backdoor them. Okay, what a backdoor okay. is? It's called a backdoor Roth. What you do is you open a an after-tax traditional IRA and instantaneously roll it to a Roth. Okay. Gotcha. I, I have a income that far exceeds the limits and i do those every year okay. so it's perfectly legal it's it is a loophole but it's perfectly right. legal and moral to do that and you put it in okay. 
good growth stock mutual funds like your kids college should be in so we have we're not in the investment business around ramsey but we have a group of investment advisors that we have vetted all over america many different brands meaning they work for different companies but they all share a couple of traits one they have the heart of a teacher which you want to learn about this stuff and yeah. two uh that they are going to give you advice that's consistent with what you hear around here and they're we call them smart vesters and you are you're the smart vester they're the smart vester pro so you click on that at ramseysolutions.com it'll give you a, a list of three or four in your area you can interview all of them and decide which one you like which one you feel good about, and you can do your Roth backdoor Roths there. You can soup up your kid's college fund a little bit in your 529. Let's get that thing moving a little bit better than it is. Um, mm-hmm. And you can do some other type of investing beyond that, which you're going to be able to do with your wonderful income because you don't have any bills. Way to go. And they're going to tell you what I'm going to tell you, which is don't invest in gold. It's a bad investment. It's had a bad rate of return. Over the last 70 years, it's averaged about 1.2%. Now, it's had some big years that the gold bugs like to talk about, but it's had a lot of down years, and um, it it is basically a... it's a commodity, and commodities are not things I invest in. So you can do whatever you want, but that's what I would do. I have some gold cufflinks, and that's it. Um, the um, yeah, so yeah, that, that's what I would do. The last thing you can do is what's called a. If you want to write this down, is a lo- you got backdoor. You got to write down for Roth. The other one is mm-hmm. a low turnover mutual fund, and so I do a lot of those now too. And what that is is they don't sell the stocks inside the mutual fund much so a low turnover ratio would be like a four percent turnover ratio meaning only four percent of them are sold in a year so there's hardly any of the gains are activated for taxes so it works kind of like if you buy a single stock let's say you bought a stock of home depot for 50 bucks i don't even know what home depot goes for but let's say you bought it for 50 bucks if it goes up from 50 bucks to 70 bucks you don't pay any taxes on that 20 dollar gain until you sell it Gotcha. And because they're not selling the stocks inside the mutual fund, there's low turnover, it's growing like that stock was growing, and you don't pay taxes on it until you sell it because they're not selling it. Now, if the mutual fund gotcha. turns over all the time, it's activated. Even though you didn't sell the mutual fund, it's still activating the gains, and you have to pay tax on it every year. So you want this is capital gains growth, and it's a good way to do that. Another excellent way to get at that is just a uh, – a no-load uh, S&P 500 fund will put you in that same thing. Almost all of those are low turnover ratio. So just check for the turnover ratio or talk to your SmartVestor Pro about that. Um, I do some through my SmartVestor Pro, and I just occasionally just dump some into a into an index fund. Uh, and what I'm typically doing there, Nicole, you do whatever you want, but I'm a real estate goob, so I'll just use that fund, build it up till I got enough money to buy a piece of real estate in it. And then I'll cash that in and go buy some real estate. And it, it's if I keep it longer than a year, it's taxed at capital gains rate instead of ordinary income rate, which is half. 15% for you, 20% for me. Versus but just on the growth. Only on the growth. Yeah. 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 So, um, but it's an excellent vehicle for, uh, because you get, you know, a better tax deal if you hold it a year and you don't pay taxes. If you if you just keep holding it, it just keeps growing. So I remember back in the early to mid '80s, Dave. Uh, my dad took me down when I started my little lawn business, and he took me down to open up a savings account. And my interest rate was 11, 12, 13 percent. We we're coming out of this that bad inflation. I remember it. And 
I remember circling back in college so and getting a savings account, and it was one. And I remember thinking the bank was ripping me off, and I didn't understand about yeah. economics. Can we expect with inflation and with the Fed rates that we can go down to normally we'd put money in an index fund, we put it in a money market account. Can we expect to go down to our banks and just get these elevated rates that we haven't experienced the last decade? Well, Fed was running uh, when as high as 18, uh-huh. the Fed rate did in uh, 1982. Mm-hmm and under jimmy carter and it was out of control yeah and so the fed the fed that's an example of government tinkering with the economy that they shouldn't have been so they they ran the fed rate up i mean and what the fed funds rate is is what one bank borrows from another right so it's their cost of money so if they pay more to borrow money from another bank to loan to you then they're going to charge you more so interest drives interest rates up uh, to the consumer. So the Fed funds rate's a big deal. Um, but no, I, you know, you'd have to say I think interest rates in general, the interest rate environment is going to go through the roof again. And um, I got to tell you, man, it got it got Carter booted out of office for right. sure. That and the Iran hostage crisis cost him the presidency, mm-hmm. and he was a sitting president one term. Yeah, and uh, that's unusual. Yep. And it, it cost him that for sure. It was political suicide to, to do that. So, no, I mean, 6% Fed rate or, you know, I mean, a 6% mortgage market is not a, it's not a high mortgage market. No. No, it's not, it's, not, it's not anywhere near that kind of numbers. So, no, you're not going to see a savings account that's going to pay much more than <laughs> 1 or 2% in, okay. in, in your coming years. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.